Well, all of that escalated very quickly. Like, holy crap. This is your, uh, for this one, you guys know my rule on staying, on saying, uh, spoiler alert. I don't, I don't believe in it. I don't care about it. None of it. But I will say this is the spoiler. There's only one thing we do around here reviews. We spoil them. But holy crap. There was so much good in this. Like, what I mean good, yeah, it was a lot of fan service, but I felt like the fan service was needed to fit the narrative of what they wanted to do. Now, I'm curious about a number of things. Before we get into anything, Jonathan Nestor asked me, what, what would happen if Mr. Bowes wouldn't have passed away? I truly believe he would have been in this movie. And I believe he would have been in the Illuminati. And I think we would have seen our first debut of Namor. I truly believe that but also we gotta remember when the original lineup said i said this a couple weeks ago when the original lineup was said before covid hit this movie was before spider-man and dr strange was still scheduled to be in spider-man so it's supposed to be wandavision in january of 2021 right no no 2020 no no because covid hit 20... what year are we in now <laughs> 2020 so it's supposed to be WandaVision at the end, uh, I, th I think at the beginning of summer. Yeah, that's what it was supposed to be. It's supposed to be WandaVision summer 2020, immediately after it was Doctor Strange. It was supposed to be like a three-part movie, essentially, where it starts with WandaVision, goes into Doctor Strange, and goes into Spider-Man. When they re-released everything, Spider-Man came First, they had to do a bunch of rewrites and a reshoots. I think even Benedict Cumberbatch, I think I said this a couple weeks ago as well, said the reshoots were like very intense. So I don't know exactly what they took out. I did have some, I did have one part that was confused, but maybe I shouldn't be. But I'm gonna actually ask Jonathan Esther about that when I'm done recording. But anyways, this clearly, this was all, all this was needed. As much as the Spider-Man. Uh, movie was about giving conclusion to that three-part series. This was about making Doctor Strange more of a focal point. He's more of a leader now. He's more of a mentor now. This also helped him grow. The only thing I think I don't like about it is they did not pass the Sorcerer Supreme back title back to him, which makes me think the only way that it could be passed to him is through Wong's death, which I think will be kind of unfortunate, but I think Unlike phase one, two, and three, where we saw no real casualties of good guys, with the exception of Quicksilver, which he wasn't prominently featured, obviously, we're gonna see some casualties with these with these these uh, heroes. These baby faces are gonna see some demises. I think we're gonna lose at least two or three names. I'm not saying they're gonna be big names, but they're gonna be people who are going going to affect. Um, the wider scope of the MCU and Wong looks like it may be heading that way, but I can't think of, I've only seen it once as it's, as it was recording. I, I need to watch it again to see what I don't like. Um, but so right now I will give it like an eight or nine. I know I read a review and I have to say this. That's what I read a review just because I wanted to humor myself I don't actually find reviews to be believable because too many people try so hard to be 
Cisco and Ebert. I know one of them passed away, but you, you get my point. They try to go so in-depth that it's like, wait a second, do you actually even watch the genre? Do you enjoy it, or did your boss actually do this? I remember I read this one um, review before Endgame. I was going to see Endgame that night, and I kind of already knew parts of Endgame. No, no, it was Infinity War, excuse me. Um, and I already knew parts of Infinity War because I had uh, a couple friends that worked on set. And they had told me parts of it, even though like, one of the friends, I'm not going to say too much, but uh, essentially they gave me some heads up about what some stuff was going on. And the one thing anybody knows about me is I can go into anything fresh and that's good, but you can tell me the entire movie. But if I want to see it, I'm going to see it. I'll still enjoy it thoroughly, right? I know it's very weird, but that's how I, I can do it. So anyways... Um, I read this review, and I, I can't, I really wish I, this is years ago now, obviously, but I wish I would have kept that guy's name in my head, though I know I'll be doing this podcast again, he gave his review of it so just plain and simple, so just, he just laid it out there, well yeah, Hawkeye wasn't, I remember vividly, this is what I remember, in his writing he said, Hawkeye wasn't promoted because Hawkeye simply wasn't in it, and it was just so matter of fact i don't know if this guy is a fan of the genre or not i don't know if he liked marvel movies or not it was just him saying well he wasn't promoted because of this this will happen this will happen at the end of it he said yeah to me this was a punch fest i remember these words too it was a punch fest but it needed to be a punch fest because it was a thanos origin story and that was the end of it but it was so matter of fact so non-biased like, I read this rum review about Multiverse of Madness, and in the review, it says the movie doesn't pick up until America Chavez joins the fray. So I read that, and damn, that's kind of surprised. I thought that she'll be like in it from the beginning, right? So I'm thinking from this review, this bitch ain't in it until like an hour later, right? <sighs> Sorry. This woman is not, this young lady is not in it until an hour later. I apologize. You see the movie, she's in the first scene. She's in the first fucking scene. Are you kidding me right now? It doesn't pick up. What What are you watching? An alternate multiverse movie? I think they've gotten too much. I think you've had a little too much cocaine. Seriously. I read that out and it, can, it genuinely confused me because I'm like, dang, that just seems weird. That she wouldn't be in this thing that, that, that much, you know? Because I, I, I was my brain, my predictions was we're going to see a lot of Wanda and a lot of Chavez. And sure enough, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Did you even watch the film? That's why so many people cannot be reliable because some of these people are just like Scorsese. And you can feel however you want to feel. The same way 50 Cent has his drug dealer universe, Scorsese has his, his mob universe. Like, so, like, you, you like what you like, so watch what you like. But don't sit here, review shit, and make it seem like you're into it, and you have the whole thing fucking wrong. I can even go on more about what he said in his review, but it's all wrong. He didn't watch the damn movie. Anyways, now that that's out. So the movie starts with Defender Strange, who had nothing but a cameo here. And when I watched it, I was like, Defender Strange already? And it made sense in the end. Because Defender Strange is there, and Chavez is with him, and you'd never know how they meet up. You just, 
uh, you assume from America just, you know, multiverse switching all the time. And so this monster's chasing them and trying to zap out Chavez's power, but she doesn't know how to use it. She hasn't learned how to use it until like the last 10 minutes of the movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so anyways, Strange realizes he can't beat this thing. He doesn't know what it is. He can't beat it. So then he looks at her and says, hey, I need to drain you of your power. And she's like, well, you're my friend. He says, you can't handle it. But he's already been essentially mortally wounded by this, this animal. Or not this animal, it's this creature. And so he's able to muster up enough strength once the, the, the creature catches her. And he has a lock and, and it's trying to take her power. So anytime it tries to take her power, it opens up a portal. So legitimately, Strange knocks her and the, the, the creature into the portal. As he, as he dies. As all this happens, you have Doctor Strange... Earth 669, 669, 619, 619, 616, excuse me, wake up, and I could see how the, the trailers were all misdirection here, and I could see how the trailers threw some people off, like the people from uh, New Rockstars, they thought that he would constantly be waking up by dreams because they thought his hands weren't damaged, his hands were damaged, it's just such quick shots. It looks how they wanted you to look, right? It's a fucking trailer. But even when you look at it in the movie, he looks like his hands are healed, but they're not. You don't, And you know this because 10 seconds later, you see him messing with his hands. Anyways, he wakes up after what he thinks is a dream. And so he's getting ready. He's looking at his watch, his, his broken watch. And he gets dressed and he goes to a wedding. And it just so happens to be Christine Palmer's wedding. And she's getting married to a black guy. Now, I don't know if this black guy is from the comics or not. She didn't. They said his name, but I don't remember it. But he's a big fan of Doctor Strange or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, you have this moment where uh, Strange and uh, Christine are talking. And he, she says, are you happy? He says, I want you to be happy. He lies and says he's happy when everyone knows he's lying. All of a sudden, you hear this boom. Boom. And so he goes out and he says he drinks the finished rest of his shot or drink. I think it was martini. And he was like, excuse me. So he puts his cape on and he jumps off and he begins this fight. And America Chavez has continued to fight from that dimension, whatever that dimension was with Defender Strange to this. And so he looks at her. Strange looks at her and says, do we know each other? So she runs away. And so he fights this thing and him and Wong have a hard time uh, defeating it. But they finally do. Finally, he tells America, hey, you know, wh who are you? How we know each other, blah, blah, blah. She steals his ring at first, but then they, they know it. But then Wong's with him, so they just catch her. It's not hard. And she doesn't trust him, which makes sense because that other Doctor Strange just tried to kill her, but she doesn't know that he doesn't know anything about the multiverse. So anyways, they bring her back, and they end up getting information out of her, and Essentially, they find out that there's ultimate universes and she's in the multiverse and what her powers are. It doesn't show you her power yet. That gets stuck back. Comes later on. Well, anyways, um, she has a hard time believing it. She says, it wasn't a dream. It was you in the alternate world. So she takes him up on the roof and you see Defender Strange dead. And he's like, well, it wasn't a dream. And so there's something that will come back later on, which... The movie I was so into. This is what I tell you guys. I'm, when I'm into something, I don't try to overanalyze it. Something that will come into play later on. He buries Defender Strange. You think that's it, right? So, anyways, they end up talking, and Wong 
comes up with the idea. Well, Wong essentially says, do we know anyone that knows about witchcraft? Because Wong says it's witchcraft. So Strange gets the idea to go see Wanda. So Wanda, so we go to this thing. This was the first twist. I didn't see this twist coming. You knew she was going to be the big bad of this video, of this uh, movie, but she, it came so good, so great. I was very happy with how, Wanda, I said this to Jonathan Esther, I said, Wanda was the fucking, they put Wanda over in this movie big time. She was the Brock Lesnar of the MCU in this. She put her over, they put her over so strong. Anyways, um, so he goes to see Wanda. She's, you know, has her little flowers. She said she left magic behind her and blah, blah, blah. And as they're walking and talking, she says America's name. And that's when she realizes, realizes she fucked up. She's like, you never told me your name, did you? I was like, no. So all of a sudden, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? The illusion. I shouldn't know that. My new my new album is called Privacy is an Illusion. Anyways, the illusion then comes down. You see it's just red. You see it's Nygaard. And it's her little own hell she's made with the dark hold. And she's in her uh, Scarlet Witch outfit. And she's fully embraced at who she is. And you see Strange just looking around. And Strange looks worried. Strange looks really worried, in my opinion. And she's like, he's like, what happens now? And she says, hey, you give her to me at sundown. And he says, what if we don't? She's like, this is me being reasonable. And you would think her sending monsters to to get America throughout the multiverse is gets kind of not reasonable. But as the movie went on, yeah, it's pretty fucking reasonable. 100% reasonable. <laughs> you, you dig what I'm saying? So... All of a sudden, it's, you, they, Strange realizes he's in trouble now. So he gets back to the Sanctum Centaurum, and he says, hey, she's, we need to mount up because she's coming for her. So America's like, well, the person you came to help is the one trying to give me. He's like, yeah. And now she knows where I am? He's like, yeah. She was going to find it either way because now she's on her earth, which is what she wanted. So Strange calls everybody in, everybody from London in, everybody, and they're mounting up. And so Wanda comes at sundown, and so Wong tells Strange, "Hey, you know, watch what you say. She's she's powerful." He says, "Yeah, no pressure." So he goes over and and as you can imagine, she doesn't want to hear anything because she's looking for her kids, and she knows there's kids on infinite earths. And Strange like, "Well, what happens to that mother when you do it?" And let's rewind for a second. When they're in that garden, when it's blood red, and she looks and says, "Well, she she." At first, she was trying to show contrition for what she did in Westview. But when she became the Scarlet Witch and she uh, let the illusion go, she wasn't sorry at all. That's when she says the line from the trailer. You do, you, you do your work. You're a hero. I do mine and I'm a villain. That doesn't seem fair. Like, to me, right there, she became full-blown heel. Like, and, and you see that it wasn't her. That's why I said she knew that she had accepted who she was. So anyways, there's this huge fight, and it's not much of a fight. Everyone gets destroyed. Everyone literally gets destroyed. So Strange, Wong, and America are left, we think. And so Wanda comes in. She begins to drain America, and then Doctor Strange jumps, catches her, and they both go into this multiverse. And that's when they go through alternate multiverses. They go through block multiverse, or liquid uh, painting multiverse. They go through cartoon universe it's just so many things they went through 
And so, and this, it would be better, that part would be better for like a, uh, <coughs> excuse me, a uh, YouTube visual. But anyways, they go through multiverse, multiverse, then they stopped in one. And I can't remember which, I can't remember which number Christine Palmer said they were, but we're going to get to that in a second. So they end up being there, and so they end up saying, hey, we need to find a Doctor Strange. So they're walking. Before they could find anything, they go across these memories. This universe has memories. They walk on this piece of concrete. It shows your memory in the mirror. And you see when Christine gave Strange the, his, that watch. And he says, we don't have time for this. And that's when America steps on it. And you see her origin story. It's a small origin story. But you see how she was a kid when her parents were taken, which is actually ripped from the comic books. Um, that's how that's how she revealed her powers, and that, and that's why she constantly goes through different multiverses because her parents get swept into the multiverse. I don't think she had gay parents in the comic books, but she's gay, um, and they're gay in MCU. And um, I believe she's the first. No, no, no. Because uh, one of the Russo brothers, I think it was Anthony Russo, he played a gay character in Endgame, right? So she's not the first, but I think she's gonna be the first main character as seen as uh, gay. Which is cool. Um, we all need representation, which is fun. Um, it's important as well. So you see the origin story about how the power opened up and they all got sucked into it, but she got separated from them. So, anyways, they end up walking to the Sanctum Santorum and they, they see a statue of Strange, and on the outside is our hero who helped save Thanos, and it's a statue of Strange, so their Strange is dead. So then America asks, hey, if you're not. Sorcerer Supreme here, who is? That's when you see Baron Mordo. Now, I will stop here for a second. I loved how they we never saw the 616 Baron Mordo. We never did. I loved it. Let me tell you why I loved it. I loved it because he's still up to no good, which means he is plotting. When they bring him back, however they bring him back, he is plotting to get at Doctor Strange's ass. That's why I loved it so much. I'm like, I, when I left the theater, one of the first things I thought about was, we didn't see the, the, the 616 Mordo. I said, man, this dude is probably just mounting up with all sorts of shit for Doctor Strange. He's going to fuck him up. So anyways, back to this. So Mordo comes in, hugs him, and stuff like that. And so they go upstairs and they're talking and they're drinking tea. And you just know the betrayal is coming. It just was too weird. So anyways, he, he poisons their tea or laces their tea. They all pass out. When they wake up, they're in these uh, containments. And Strange has locks on his wrist. So he can't use his magic. And so Mordo said, you're, you're the one that's the most dangerous. You two are the most dangerous to our universe. And so... He says, where are we? Strange does when he wakes up. He says, you are with the Illuminati. He says, the Illuminati? <laughs> he sounds like fucking Scooby-Doo right there. Anyways, um, he tells Christine, because Christine is the one who is a scientist in this universe. She's the one who created the, the, the bracelets and all this other stuff, and she works with the Illuminati. So um, they end up walking. Uh, Strange, the, the, the Ultron centuries do, which is just crazy to me. The Ultron centuries walk him and they push him to his room doors closed. You hear Mortal's voice and it says, Illuminati will now see you. And not everyone's there yet, 
but you end up seeing a, a quick shot of Maka Rambo, but then he goes down the line. You see Peggy Carter revealed to be a part of the Illuminati. So she's Captain Britain. You know, Maka Rambo as Captain Marvel. You have Mordo. You have Black Bolt, the same Black Bolt that was in that. I have not watched that TV show. I'm not going to. But it's the same guy that played it, Black Bolt. And he looks even more badass in that, in this. I love the scruff of the beard. I love all of it. And then you see John Krasinski, I believe his name is. Mr. Fucking Fantastic. I. Oh, my God. So they're talking and they're trying to explain to him why they're holding him captive and why they don't trust him. And Strange isn't getting it because they're being, uh, can you say, vague? They were, And here's the thing. It, I will say this. This part of the movie annoyed me because for these to be the smartest people, air quotes, in the multiverse, air quotes, no air quotes, you can see me doing air quotes. One, they were, I love how they were calling Strange air. He's even more arrogant than our Strange. Yeah, so are you guys, motherfucker. They literally went, and when Strange told them, you're not going to beat this bitch, they're like, what? Yes, we can. And they all got their asses handed to them. It's one of those situations where, like, they all were very naive to this. They thought they could just talk her down. Like, they've, they, like they've, they've never seen this Wanda before. You would think them, of all people, would take it seriously. It was like, that. come on. But it shows the, the arrogance. It showed the 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 power of trust i guess you know so anyways finally you hear a voice time we should tell them the truth and then you hear the soundtrack to the x-men the animated series oh my god these fuckers went all the way in you see the hover chair with sir patrick stewart in it it was badassery to another level and so they end up telling him the story about what happened, how Doctor Strange got a hold of the Darkhold, their version of Doctor Strange, and um, he had to, and he was using, and he was dimension walking, and oh, what was it? What was it called? Dream walking, and essentially he had to, he were, told them the truth, and that's how they ended up beating Thanos in their universe. But also in their universe, they had to kill him, and so Black Bolt, and so he Strange didn't fight. He just got on his knees and said he's ready. And Black Bolt killed him. And, well, they all killed him. And so they said that the world needed heroes. And that's why that statue was out there. And this Doctor Strange did not take, he did not take liking to it at all. And and so throughout this whole thing, Strange is being told how he's the same in each Earth. And he, and he I think everyone has, if, we, if there is a multiverse, right? I think we all have similarities to our other selves. But we all will differ in one way, which makes us different, which makes us, you know, whatever. Like, the reason why this Doctor Strange was never um, the same as Defender Strange is because you already saw what Doctor Strange did when he had to, when he gave up the Time Stone in order to save the universe. And actually, I saw a fun theory. It's a fan theory. But I saw a fun fan theory that I'd never seen before. And it said on it, it said, Doctor Strange saw more than one way to win, but... The other ways that were to win would have caused too many casualties. The only way that would have cost one casualty would have been with Tony Stark giving his life. I said, that's actually very fascinating to think about. The only acceptable way to um, win. Anyways. So you have this conversation. And so all you hear is... Mm-hmm, and 
Mr. Fantastic's like, all right, someone's in here. And Strange tells him, you're not going to beat her. And Macarembo says, yeah, we will. And they all go off to fight, except for Mordo. And Mordo's left to babysit. And so Wanda comes in. By the way, I missed a huge part of the story. So Wanda finally breaks. Because what she's been trying to do this entire time was take over one of her multidimensional, multi-versional cells and have that do her bidding, which is called dreamwalking, which is against the rules, which is whatever. So she finally takes over her body, hers. And she was using the reflections and the mirrors and the glasses and stuff like to do it. And so this Wanda comes in, this Wanda... It does not play. The murder in this movie is 10 times worse than the murder we saw in Moon Knight. And that is saying something. She murders everything in sight. So she comes in. You have Captain Marvel, Captain Britain, Black Bolt. You have um, Mr. Fantastic. And so Mr. Fantastic is trying to talk her down. He says, Wanda, Thunderbolt here can, can kill you with one word. And she says, what mouth? And he goes from smiling to not having a mouth. And then she just completely just, just murders him. Just tears him, up, tears him apart. Next up, Mr. Fantastic goes to stretch out to her. She just mangles him. They, Those two don't even get the chance to put up a fight. So next thing you know, you have Captain Marvel and Captain Britain versus um, Wanda. They're fighting, they're fighting. Finally, Captain Britain throws her shield and it gets, and she reverses it. Wanda reverses it into her stomach, just decapitating her, essentially, killing her. When when we were in the theater, I went with a friend, which I'd never done before, but it was fun. When the way they killed Captain Marvel, even though you didn't see it, you heard it, everyone in the theater went, oh, oh. I've never heard anyone do that at a Marvel film before, except for when... People thought Tony Stark was going to die in, in, in uh, Infinity War. When Thanos stabbed him, people were like, oh, my God. But it was more of a gasp. This was like, a, oh, we didn't see that coming. So then Captain Marvel, I think, had the nicest death of them all. She just got crumbled. So meanwhile, Mordo says, that we're going to, you know, uh, figure this out when they come back. And Strange's like, they're not coming back. They're dying. So anyways... Strange tricks Mordo into a fight, which he then is able to escape. So Mordo doesn't even die. So anyways, uh, by this time, Christine realizes, holy fuck, you know, we're, we're screwed. She's trying to release America. America starts using more and more of her powers. Wanda's coming. Wanda's right next to him. Finally, you have Dr., uh, Professor X show up. And he's like, enough. And he goes into her mind. And he's trying to free... The Wanda that's stuck. He's like, hey, if you're if you're able to get free, we could probably figure this out. But then there's this dark cloud of red coming towards his way. And Professor X knows he's fucked. He stops it. He looks around. And then that Wanda goes back into hiding. So she doesn't die. Because she knows what's coming. So is Professor X. All of a sudden, he turns around. Wanda snaps his neck through his, his mind. The murder in this movie... That Wanda committed, she woke up and said, I need a violence. It's crazy. So, anyways, by the time she gets out of her zone, and by the way, they went full X-Men animated series where you saw Professor X anytime he went to his mind, he did it twice, I think. They had the waves 
from the animated series. They went all out. So Wanda gets out of her head. She looks over and America and Christina are gone. So they meet up with Doctor Strange. They start running. Christina had fixed the Cloak of Levitation because in their travels, the Cloak of Levitation got the, the back of it got ripped. And then she patches up with a blue. So anyways, they all run. And because now because they know where the um, the dark was the, the dark hold. That's the negative one. And the Book of Ashanti. They had, they had uh, that their world's Doctor Strange kept the Book of Ashanti. And he used the broken um, watch to open the safe. But Wanda's on her way. And Wanda's beat up. But Wanda is coming. So they get to the Book of Ashanti. And Wanda finally catches up. She steals fucking um, America and pushes Christina and Strange into a, another dimension. Let's rewind. Because after the war in Comertage. Essentially, the reason why we we're here now, because I missed a crucial part, Wong was held captive. And as Wanda's in her, uh, tr- uh, what's the worst word I'm thinking? As she's uh, doing casting the spells, there's nothing protecting her body or the Darkhold. So there's one survivor. And so she comes up and she looks at Wong and she says, hey, we can do it now. We have to destroy the Darkhold. And so Wong says, free me, I'll do it. And she says, no, you can't do it. And we find out why, because she takes the Darkhold, stabs it. She becomes stone and it kills her. Now, for those of you who are Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans, when they had the Darkhold in theirs, I don't know if you guys know this or not, and it's not canon, so it doesn't matter, but it's a cool fun fact. When they had the Darkhold on their show, that's exactly what happened to everyone who touched it as well. And it was, and it was, only, it was one of those things where it was just kind of like, boom, you know. So that was consistent there. Anyways, that's how we got to this part right here. That's why she that's why she had to take over her body and dreamwalk because she needed to find America. She needed to find the Ashanti, etc. So anyways, they get knocked into a dimension that already has been incurring the incursion. The world is falling on itself, is dead. And Christine makes a comment, this world's Doctor Strange did a terrible job of protecting it. And you can see their Doctor Strange in the Sanctum Sanctorum, he's by himself. So Strange walks in, and Strange, uh, I, I would assume it's Sorcerer Supreme Strange, we meet, and you see that he he's the one in control of the Darkhold, and he has a third eye up here. And I, I had to ask Jonathan Esther, what does the third eye mean? It means your consequences are coming, whatever they may be. So those are clearly his consequences. He's alone or whatever. And so he said, I'll give you the Dark. So Doctor Strange says to Sorcerer Supreme Strange, hey, I need the Darkhold. I need to see where she is. My friend, she's in trouble. He says, you give me your world's Christine Palmer and I'll do it. He's like, well, she's not going to agree to that. So they end up having a music fight. Essentially, what you saw in What If, the cartoon, if you watched it, and that was like one of the two episodes I saw, it was a live action version of it, um, which was still cool to me. So anyways, he ends up defeating that sorcerer. He takes the dark hold. Christine Palmer comes in and he finds her. And now mind you, anyone who reads the dark hold, there is a consequence to it. There's just no, you're not able to read it. It's like being in the firm. Like once you're in, you've been scarred somehow, right? Um, even if you can get out, which is, hmm. Anyways, um, 
So he sees her. And so he's like, I'm coming for her. And so he asks Christina to watch over his body. She says, why? He says, because the demons are going to come after me. And she says, well, how are you going to dreamwalk? When you, you li- how are you going to dreamwalk? He's like, who says the person has to be living? And that's when he resurrects Zombie Strange. The way they use the different Stranges in this one was, in my opinion, pretty fucking good. Pretty good. So, meanwhile, let's rewind again. Wanda, once the Darkhold is destroyed, she talking to Wong about, you know, hey, you need to tell me where, you know, this other stuff is, and Wong's resistant at first, but then she starts torturing some of his people, and he says, hey, you gotta go up here, and you gotta meet, you know, it's it's in the mountains, blah, 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 so she takes him there, and so he has accepted his fit that she's probably gonna kill him, and it's essentially, it's a throne to the Scarlet Witch, they've been waiting for her, etc., etc., and so when he tries to fight his way out of it, because there's like four monsters around, she just kicks him off the, the cliff. It looks like he's died, but we all know he's not died yet. And anyways, th- that's where this fight leads. This final battle leads to the throne, essentially. And you have America there being tortured. Wanda's trying to steal her power. And by the way, but when else happens, that Wanda that she was daydreaming in, she realizes... Holy crap, something just happened. I don't care. Worry about my kids. And she goes and flies up to her kids. So you think that's the end of her, right? But it's not. And this is a Wanda who has her kids, so she has not become the Scarlet Witch. As you need to be reminded of that now. So Strange is fighting a strange, uh, zombie strange. And in and uh well, first Wong kills one of the guys, one of the monsters, and there's three left. All of a sudden, Strange comes in as zombie strange, he kills the other three. And you hear, don't you know that that part of the trailer when you hear um, Wong say, strange. He's actually saying strange in a very happy way. He's like, strange, like, yes, you know. And so he obviously doesn't want to know how, what, what strange is doing. Well, all these demons are not coming out because that's against the law of <laughs> witchcraft to be taking over dead bodies or whatever. But Christina Palmer fights them off and kills them. And strange is um, going through it. He's you know, just doing his thing. So finally, there's a, a fight between Wanda and she's a hypocrite. You're daydreaming or daywalking, whatever it's called. And so they end up having a fight. He frees uh, America and America then says, he tells America, you have the power in you. You know, you have this power. Like, don't, you know, um, let it go to waste. Because Wong said, you have to take her power. You have to do it. But this strange knows and he knows there's another way. He knows how powerful she is. He just needs to get it out of her. Once again, he's different from Avery the Strange. Strange changed. Doctor Strange changed. I didn't mean for the rhyme. The minute in Infinity War, when he told Tony, if it comes down to you or the kid, the time stone is more important. And when he gave that time stone up to save Stark, yeah, it was for the greater good, but he became a better person. He became the greater good. Goes to our comic of the month on the oath. Check that out. It's in the archives. Anyways, um... So he says, no, you got to do it. So now she's fighting, fighting. And finally, Wanda takes advantage, you know, because she's already kicked kicked everyone's butt. And so Chavez says, I can't beat you. So I'm going to give you what you want. So she opens up a dimension portal to where she sees her kids. But the problem is, it's that Wanda that she took over. And the kids see her and the kids run. Oh, witch, my God. Because she's not their mother. 
And so that that one that one that came and put up put a fight with her because she has not accepted her role as the Scarlet Witch. So, anyways, right before America can close the portal, Strange says, "Don't close it yet." And so you see that the kids are scared of her, and the kids run to Wanda, and Wanda says, "Hold on a second. And Wanda just and and, and Scarlet Witch realizes that everyone was right. Your kids don't exist on this universe. No one's going to accept you. They're going to be scared of you. So Wanda's crying. Well, Scarlet Witch is crying. And Wanda walks up to her and just says, they love you. And wipes a tear from her face. And that's when they close the dimension. And that's when Scarlet Witch realizes, I have to destroy the, the dark hole. That's no good. It's already destroyed, but I have to destroy this whole throne, this uni- this part of it in, the, in this universe so I would no one would be tempted by it. So Strange is still in zombie form. He just looks at her and nods his head. He tells America and Wong to get out of there and go get them. Christina and Strange, obviously from two different universes, he finally tells Christina he loves her and he appreciates her. And um, that's when they part ways. And you see America and Wong open the, the portal to get them both back to their dimensions. And then at the end, you see Strange hugging, um, not hugging, he talks to Wong and you could tell they've accepted their fates, but their fates are together, so they're aligned. And Wong still is the Sorcerer Supreme. You have uh, America now living at Comertage and she's trying to do magic or whatever. That's a thread that's going to be very interesting because now you have Shang-Chi and Katie there as well, right? Or at least they know about where it is. So that's the end of the movie. Um... So the post credit scene, the second one means nothing. It's just a humor thing. I won't talk about that one. But the first one is the one where, well, rewind. Excuse me. So in the movie, actually, is Strange leaving out. He's having a good day, whistling Dixie. All of a sudden, he has this this loud noise takes him over. He's in the street. And he's like, ah, he starts yelling. And you see a third eye pop up on his forehead. So the consequences of the multiverse and of the dark hold. And the potential incursion. Well, the post-credit scene is Clea, played by Charlize Theron, who's now officially in the MCU. Um, says, Doctor Strange, I need your help. You need to come help me because you uh, have caused an incursion. Are you scared? So Strange then pops out and you see a third pop out. He says, never. And she cuts open this, this way to this path of the universe and they jump through it and that's it. So many things to touch on. I know we well, I probably went longer than this. I have anything. <laughs> wow, but I, I really enjoyed it. I it's clear Doctor Strange is setting up to be a huge focal point um, of this entire phase, and I I enjoyed it. It was the movie I was looking most forward to. I'm going to see it again this weekend at some point in time, maybe even next week. I don't know. It depends. Well, next week is my Comic Con, so I will figure it out. Anyways, um, well, actually, no, as you guys hear this, it will be two days from then. I'll plug that in, I guess. Um, anyways, um, I, I thought it was a good movie. Um, like I said, I don't know if it's for the masses. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And I did like the amount of time that America got. I did like the amount of time Scarlet Witch got. I did think it was a continuation of Wanda. I did think, I still think that it fit. That even though it was like a year and a half away from each other, it was a three-story arc. Starts in WandaVision, then you have Doctor Strange going to Spider-Man, and then Multiverse of Madness. This obviously isn't the end of Scarlet Witch. 
they want you to think that. But obviously, with Agna Harkness having her own TV show, we're going to see more of her, which is, might be a while. Um, and Doctor Strange has a bigger role to play. So I'm super excited for it. I give it an 8. So I hope you guys go out and enjoy it. It's I look forward to it. I I need to see it again before I give my final thoughts on it. But my, my full thoughts on it. But I, I really enjoyed it. So. Anyways, as you guys hear this, this upcoming weekend, I'm at um, at Motor City Motor, uh, let's say Motor City MotorCon, Motor City Comic Con, my first time in Detroit. I will be there Saturday, and I will be at my, my panels from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. After that, I'll be doing autographs. It will be a fun time. You guys should come by and say hi if you're going to be there. Um, and I will actually take some notes from there. I'm going to be with a, a good a friend of mine. Q Merrick's the ones of you who bought the people of you that have bought I said the ones of you. My English is so bad, dude. <laughs> the people who have bought Messina. If you haven't, go check it out. Messina M-A-S-I-N-A, the graphic novel When Are You the Terrorist is on sale now. He allowed me to do my first ever crossover using his character, Sasha Simmons. She is in the, uh, a couple of the issues. Uh, she's a part of the greater story, and actually, I'm actually sitting down with him to talk to him about this last role I have for Sasha. She's going to exit my universe, but I appreciate him letting me use her. I'm actually going to try to sit down with him and have like a 30-minute interview to post um, on the po- podcast, so we're going to see how that goes. I'm looking forward to all of that, and so, but check me out. I'm super excited. I'll, do, I'll take some notes. I'll take some... St- some videos and some pictures and post them on Instagram at Never Silver Spoon Fed. But come and check us out. So, anyways, that is your Wednesday show for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed. I really enjoyed. I hope you guys just keep on this journey because it, 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 phase four is like going to be fun in my opinion. So, I'm so chemical and I am.